everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guide, your insider's guide to all things franchising in the local area. I'm Blake Martin, local small business franchise owner and your Heartland Franchise Guy. This is the place for advocacy, resources, and education on all things franchising all around the area, and it's a great place for any entrepreneur to stop by who's just trying to learn more about the franchising field. On the topic of learning more about the franchising field, our guest today is somebody that, t- that covers an entire breadth of services within the franchising industry. She's in one of those categories that has become very necessary, but is sort of hiding in plain sight in a way. So, Rachel Stender, who is officially yes. the Group Vice President of Franchise Sales and Development for the Repham Group, welcome to the Heartland Franchise Guide. Thank you, Blake. I am so excited to be here and happy to share anything I can to help people looking at entrepreneurship and wanting to learn more about the franchise industry. Well, good. We're glad to have you here and we're going to start the learning right away. So it's Repum Group, R-E-P apostrophe M Group, correct? Correct. And if we chose you from a drop-down menu, it'd be full service, excuse me, full service franchise growth, right? That's the category in. Describe that a little bit yeah. for us. Absolutely. I think some people are familiar with, and we talked about it earlier, um, just franchise sales outsourcing. Mm-hmm. And in those organizations really focusing on helping franchisors grow. Um, the franchise sales outsource organization can help the franchise award process and really accelerate the growth and bring great candidates in that are a good fit allowing the franchisor to really focus on operations and support. Um, We've taken that really three steps further. Um, So when we talk about Repham being a growth enabler, we're there to help them grow, not just to find franchisees, but let's help them get up and open. Let's put a growth plan together on an operational standpoint, and let's make sure that we're building sustainable and confident growth for that franchisor long-term. So when a franchisor works with Repham, you know, we're looking for a few key things. We want there to be some brand differentiators. We're looking for amazing unit economics, and we're looking for good leadership in the brand. And from there, it's really about, you know, are we a fit? Um, so we, we speak with hundreds of brands every year, but we have a very small collective group of 12 franchisors we work with. And we have four divisions. So when we have Repham Group, we also have Growem which is the portion of the company that I am part of. That's that franchise sales and development piece and expertise. But we also then have Scalem. Scalem is there to really help put that growth plan together with the franchisor. Um, What does that infrastructure look like as you grow? How will that change? What resources do you need to add in for the franchisees? When do you do that? How much money do you need to do that? You know, there's a lot of components to consider as a franchisor learns how to become a franchisor with franchisees. Um, And then we have Brandom. Um, So all of the communication you get as a franchise consultant, you're kind of one of our, you know, you're you're helping us find great candidates. So we want to make sure we're giving you the tools that you need to understand, you know, what is the right candidate for this brand? And we also want to communicate the brand to the public um, just on a franchise development standpoint. Um, So Brandom is a super important part of what we do to do that. Um, and then finally, we have Buildum. Buildum is our real estate and construction project management team. Repum Group started as a real estate and construction management organization. Oh, really? And we have brands that. that work. 
Yeah. Yeah. It started as RPM um, and then it grew into what Reform Group is today, um, which makes complete sense. You know, when we look at franchisees that want to get open that have never before done a commercial project, been much less been a franchisee, learning a new industry, but also trying to do a build out, find a general contractor. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, that usually leads to getting open later. It leads to a higher investment than they expected because of some of those errors that can occur. Um, Buildum's focus is to get franchisees up and open on time, but also on budget. So that item seven portion of leasehold improvements and the furniture, fixtures, equipment, those are things they're carefully evaluating, making sure that they're staying in line with. But the great thing about them is as a franchisee, you you go through our process, you become a franchisee, you go into the building process. And as a franchisee, I can focus on marketing, training, recruiting, all of those things that are happening at the same time my build out is happening but I'm getting full support to make sure my build out is happening the way it should be with that expertise. So all of those four groups together really provide that franchisor just a comfort level, knowing that they're growing in the right direction. They can be confident about that growth and it's sustainable over time. So said another way, your ultimate customer is the franchisor that's looking to grow and scale so that their franchisees have a more solid, robust support team to help them mm-hmm. grow faster than the franchisor ever did. Correct. Yeah. I mean, because you can imagine many franchisors, they have a great concept, but they've never been a franchisor. So even having five franchisees can be something brand new to them, much less having 50 or more. Do you <laughs> so ever, do you ever there are a lot of different on? things to address. Sorry, we got a little delay. They say that again. Do you ever bring franchisors on who aren't brand new franchisors? We do have some. Um, for instance, we just brought on Health Source. Um, they have 140 locations when we were um, when we initially onboarded them. Um, they're in the health and wellness industry, um, so that's one. We have Lash Lounge that has 125 franchisees. Um, so we do have some that have a larger base of franchisees to begin with but they're looking for the next steps in that growth. Um, for the most part, we work with a lot of emerging brands, um, some of them that have maybe zero franchisees, some that have maybe 20 to 30 franchisees. Um, regardless of where someone is at, we're still looking for all the components that are important for us to help them grow. So is there a brand differentiator? Do the unit economics make sense? And of course, leadership. Um, we we want leadership to be something that our franchisees can have confidence in. Do you work with a diff, uh, particular category or field of franchises? Yes and no. Um, it, when we look at it overall, we want brands that make a difference in a consumer's life. Um, so, and that could mean health and wellness. It could be something like a food experience. Um, it could be fitness. It can be home improvement. You know, what are we doing to make our consumer's life better and how are we doing it differently? Um, for instance, we have a Garage Kings franchise, with us, which is service-based. There are garage concepts out there, but there are unique things that they do that we're really excited about and want to help grow. Um, but then we have Pause Wellness, you know, seven different types of modalities for contrast therapy, that hot and cold, you know, LED light therapy. There's a lot of different 
things that can provide value to that consumer's life in different ways, whether it's just to help their home or if it's to help, you know, themselves on a, a wellness standpoint. That's very interesting. So anything that makes a difference in the consumer's life, it's a, it's a, that's a good uh, filter, isn't it? It is. It is. I mean, we have, so I mentioned health source and pause. We have Kinetics, which is children's fitness and enrichment. So really helping children move. Um, Sugaring LA with hair exfoliation. We have the Lash Lounge and SCOA Facial Shop. So we do have a few beauty brands. Um, I mentioned Garage Kings. Um, mental health, um, LA Mental Health, which has grown substantially over the past couple of years. Um, and just the impact of that in communities is just so touching, even on our end, to know that we've really been able to make a difference in people's lives. Um, and then Forever Young, um, that's more of that anti-aging, really focused on, you know, how, how, how am I? Um, they have a lot of different types of services within their business. Splash and Dash, dog grooming. Uh, we have alloy personal training, so very focused with small group personal training. And then the newest would be Milkshake Factory. So this would be our one food brand that we are just launching in the coming few months. Congratulations. Thank you. So you're obviously, as an organization, you're out there all the time analyzing and looking at the the insides of a lot of different franchise organizations, right? Sometimes newer, sometimes been around for a while, have a hundred or so locations. What are you looking for? What what makes a winner in your book that you're willing to team up with? Um, it, yeah, you know, it's really the three things that I mentioned. It's being able to evaluate the unit economics for our franchisees. Is the opportunity there? Is it repl replicable? Uh, will it be consistent in that aspect and the brand differentiators it could be in an industry that's very well known it could be something completely new but what is it that the company does better is it delivery is it technology is it a whole different modality within um, the industry itself so what is it, what are they doing different that can really set them apart from others in the franchise space and then, of course, that strong leadership team, because we know that to get to those next levels, you know, franchisees are and candidates are wanting to have confidence in a brand. They need to have confidence in their leadership team. That makes good sense. So you're also at the uh, forefront of any trends that are occurring in the franchising industry, obviously, because you're analyzing those that are growing or trying to grow. Any trends within the field itself that you'd be willing to share with us that you're seeing out there right now? Um, you know, that was, this was something I thought a little bit about because ultimately I feel like some trends are across the board. You know, there's different technology. There's uh, franchisors using AI. There's franchisors using, you know, that type of experience in different ways. Um, what I see in trends more, though, is maybe coming from the candidates themselves. I and it, you know, maybe it's a slant of what some of our con concepts are, but they're really looking at what business can I get into that will not only add to my long-term wealth and growth, but also that allows me to make an impact on my community. Um, we do get a lot more of that. People that are looking not just for the business opportunity, but for what they can do with the business itself. Um, so I have noticed that, um, you know, the, I would say COVID, you know, the time at home that people had really 
made them reflect a little bit and appreciate the time that they had. So they are looking for more of a balance. They are more focused on, I want to do this. I need a pathway to get there. Um, and in that respect, um, I don't know if this is, this isn't so much a concept trend as something that I've had a lot of conversations about is really looking at exit strategy for the business before they get into the business and what that means for them. If they want to look at potentially passing it on as family legacy, if they're looking at maybe selling over time and that leads into maybe a multi-unit conversation. So I'm seeing the trend for not just one territory or one location, um, really focusing more on a multi-unit growth opportunity with individuals you know, that have the ability to do that. So um, I, I would say those are a lot of the conversations that I have now, um, but overall it's um, you know the trend for people to really want to connect to a brand. That's very interesting. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. How do people get a hold of you? Um, they can email me. They can call me. Um, I'm Rachel at repromgroup.com. Um, my cell phone, you can call or text me. It's 612-226-1408. Um, and our website is phenomenal. Um, if you just go to www.repromgroup.com, um, our brand information is there. All of our team members are on the website. So you can really get a feel for who we are, um, what we do, who we impact. Um, and I would say definitely follow our LinkedIn page for Rempum Group. You know, all of the announcements for new candidates are out there. So as people are doing research or just learning about businesses, they can maybe connect with backgrounds of other candidates, see where brands are headed. Um, but that's a really good resource for information too. Got it. As we start to wrap up here, I wanted to ask you a little bit more about in your role. So you're you're the lead for the development side of things, right? Um, for five of the brands. Um, so I have the three beauty brands. I have and then Garage Kings and Keto Kinetics. So what are your success measures in your role? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a really good question. Um, I have really focused it in on two things. One, we're a dat- data-driven company. So when I look at um, how I'm helping a brand grow, I'm looking at how that funnel is working. Um, Are we communicating appropriately to you um, to find the right candidates? Are we getting the right candidates through the pipeline? Are they becoming franchisees? And if they are in a brick and mortar franchise system, are they getting open on time, on budget with the building team? Um, Same for brands that don't have brick and mortar. Are they going through that onboarding, you know, successfully, being financed, all of those things. Um, So looking at that piece is really important on a data standpoint, but also I'd say it takes a village. Um, I can't do what I do, my team can't do what they do without the people that are initially helping candidates get into our pipeline, but also those that help them become franchisee on a contract financial standpoint, and then our marketing team and our building team. So where I see our success measures is how do we do that whole process, not just how do we do one part of it, and then exponentially, how are the brands able to grow? You know, are we seeing that growth year over year? Um, Is that partnership there? And when we are addressing new growth changes and maybe a new change in an industry business, what have you, um, how are we pivoting on that to really help each other, you know, move towards that? So it's... um, to me, it's definitely team focus um, to make sure that we're able to provide 
the support that we can. Got it. I got to say that is a uh, that's a refreshing and encouraging answer to my question <laughs> because it's all about the success at the end of the day of that new small business owner. So I appreciate that. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. So transitioning to my last question for you, which you've been curious about, I understand. <laughs> you obviously must spend a lot of time, your team spends a lot of time working with folks that are thinking about making a major life change, right? Uh, investing in a business, whether it's their first one or their 10th one. And so you're obviously trying to get a clear understanding of you know, what motivates them. What are their goals, not just for tomorrow or next year, but long term. So I wanted to ask you a question that maybe you might ask a candidate. Which is this, Rachel, what would you want and what do you hope your 80-year-old self says about you one day? Um, I, I seem to remember a little podcast you had about your 80-year-old self. A regular I, that listener. I looked at recently. Oh, you found me out. You found um, me out. <laughs> so I... But I, I haven't formulated my answer. I would say the first thing that comes to mind is that I lived my life with an integrity and I treated people well and I was able to provide value in their lives that they remember, I, I would say more so with gratitude, um, whether it's support for my employees or it's someone who went through the process or if it's one of my friends. But once you get to that point, um, hopefully I'll live well beyond 80. Um, knock on wood, we'll see what happens. Um, but ultimately, I just I, I want I want there just to I want to be remembered with that I, I guess integrity and gratitude, and know that I made a difference for people, and that the little things that I did made big impacts. Very well said. Thank you for that very authentic response. Rachel, thank you so much for spending time with us today, talking a little bit about Repum Group and all of the services that your organization offers to help franchise systems and franchisees grow. I really appreciate your fresh perspective on things. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I just had a great idea. You need to start a Freshum for a fresh perspective. <laughs> I like it. That can be our podcast. Rachel Stender, thank you so much for being here with us today. We appreciate your time and you volunteering all of your knowledge for our listeners. For our listeners, if you saw anything in here that you like and you need to know how to get a hold of us, just use that QR code at the bottom of the screen. Scan it, get in touch with us, and we'll make sure you get in contact with the right folks for all the answers you need. And don't keep us a secret. Don't keep Rachel a secret. Make sure that you like, subscribe, follow, and share, particularly with those that are looking for good information as they're searching to become an entrepreneur for the first time or the next time. Rachel, once again, thank you so much for being with us today, and we will see all of you again here on another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guide. A Media Production.